Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast. Each week, your host, Casey Haston, Director of Recruiting at VIP, will bring you valuable insights from thought leaders, introduce you to incredible companies, and bring you tips for landing your dream job from our team of executive recruiters at VIP. And now, Casey Haston. Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast, a podcast devoted to adding value to your career or candidate search, brought to you by VIP. I'm your host, Casey Haston. I'm an executive recruiter, director of recruiting with VIP, and your all-around hiring guru. And I have to tell you, we've had some shenanigans going on right before the show today, but it has been so much fun. So today on the show, I'd like to welcome Karen Gray, ICF certified life and business coach, the co-founder and CEO of Gray Legacy Partners, and former rodeo queen coach. Yes, you heard me correctly. So Karen supports women executives, business owners, and leaders to successfully get paid what they deserve as they create a life and career they don't feel a need to escape from. So important. She specializes in empowering women, we're gonna talk about that, all over the world to embrace their unique strengths, scars, and stories in order to reclaim their voice, pursue their passions, and discover their, wait for it, VQ which is their value awareness. I am so excited to welcome to the show today, not only this wonderful woman that I just told you about, but my best friend, my soul sister, and my business partner, Karen Gray. Thank you. Yes, we have been up to shenanigans, and I'm <laughs> so excited to be here. You know, it's so funny because I have, I always tell people I have no groove, but man, I felt, I felt like I was channeling you before as the music was coming on and we were sitting there dancing, Trey's in the booth laughing at us and it was fun. We bring the energy, don't we? Yeah. Everything's energy. Everything's energy. And I tell you, when our energy combines, it's like, whoosh. Electric. <laughs> Well, I am so glad that we finally made this happen. We're up to almost 200 episodes. You and I have been friends for so long, and I'm just like, why haven't we done this before? Yeah, um, you are so in your groove, and you do this so well, but I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to support you from behind the scenes and now behind the mic. Um, it's time. I think it's just time. Everything in its time. Everything, Everything happens exactly when it's that's supposed right. to. I think that's so true. So I want to dig in a little bit more because you bring so much value to the table. Thank you. And I want to talk a little bit about your story and what you're doing now. We alluded to the fact that you're empowering women. We want mm. to talk about that. But first, let's talk a little bit about your history. So you were in the financial sector for 30 years. And oh, you know what? And just so you know, years. she gave me permission to disclose all this information, her age and everything. So don't think that I'm just like sharing all my friends' secrets because I'm not. Yeah, I'm um, owning it. <laughs> own 50, it. 54, y'all. 54, I'm owning it. You know, I'm about to turn 50. I think it's, it's just a, it's a rhythm, right? We're in this rhythm and you nothing. get to a place where you are good being you and, uh, and I'm okay with that. And I think that's one of my lessons that I've learned along the way. So let's do this. I think I am so much more excited about life today. Definitely. Than I was like 10 right. or 15, 20 years ago. Right. And, yeah. and I have so much more knowledge to 
pushed me forward in this mm -hmm. whole game called life now. So. Yeah, so and to help others. We have teenagers and we're telling our son, you know, in your 20s, you're kind of figuring it out. Yes. Your 30s, you're building a family. Your 40s, mm -hmm. you kind of figure out your own way. And then in your 50s, you just live it and enjoy it. And I feel like that's where I'm at. I'm in the place of doing and living and being mm. a person that I enjoy. I enjoy you. I love you. <laughs> Y'all are going to hear a lot of that. today. It's so true. So much love going on here. All right, so I tell have, me. I have accumulated a lot of scars along the way. And you have. And we'll talk a little bit about that. But let's talk first about your pivot. Why, after 30 mm. years in the financial, how did you redesign your life and your career? So I started in banking because it was a job that fit the needs of my family, right? I could work weeks, be off on weekends, work nine to five while the kids were in school. So I kind of fell into that job and then worked my way up as a young mom um, and then just stayed in there, right? Mm -hmm. I built my way up. I didn't, um, I didn't see another option for myself. So I created a life and a career within that parameter and then reached a point that that really didn't make me happy anymore. Being in the financial sector, the financial services um, did not spark joy. If you're a Marie Kondo fan, you know what spark joy is. But it didn't bring joy. It wasn't something I was passionate about. What I was passionate about was helping people. So I spent more time in financial services appointments really coaching my clients than I did helping them with their portfolio. And I really found that I loved the people side of the business and seeing them have passion and goals. And that just aligned so much with what I was doing in my part-time um, passion of coaching rodeo queens. Yeah. You know, and I just want to bring up that, you know, my niece um, is participating in Miss Teen Americas. Right. And it was so perfect because when she first started doing this, my sister came to me and she's like, I want you to coach because, and we'll get into that in just a minute, we're both coaches. Um, I want you to coach Audrey. And I was like, mm, I'm really not the best person for that. But. Hard to coach family. I, well, not even family, but particularly for pageants, that mm. takes a very special, that's a real special niche. And I was just like, but I know someone. So, I mean, and, and really this is before, I, we were friends, but we weren't as deep of friends as we are now. I was like, right. can you please coach my niece? And you were like so amazing. And she just won her first crown. Audrey's amazing. She's also one of our young, youngest, youngest young ex executives. Young executives. Yeah, so, with Success North Dallas. So yeah, so my daughter was in pageants. And unfortunately, as she started, a, a friend of ours was helping her and was tragically killed in a car accident. So oh we lost our friend, our coach. I didn't know this. Yes, so that's how we got started. A friend of ours in the neighborhood told my daughter, you can win this. She was competing rodeo queen, so you can win a saddle and a buckle, and I'll help you through it if you compete for this contest, and then you can take what I've taught you and then come back and compete at mine. And she was killed in a car accident, and so my daughter wanted to carry on her legacy, so that meant I got to use my Dale Carnegie courses and my IRA speaking skills, <laughs> which were so handy, to help her learn how to public speak. And it really did work out. 
And I began, because I love to write, I began writing her speeches and coaching her on speech and delivery. And she began winning. And it just kind of evolved from there. But what I saw was the things that she was struggling as a 16-year-old or 14-year-old or 20-year-old were the same things that my female financial clients were struggling with. Confidence. Mm. Um, owning their own space, being comfortable in their own skin, speaking up for themselves. So the similarities were just so polarizing. It's like, oh, wow, we're all still the same little kid inside if we haven't mastered that. Mm. And then going to coaching school with you, we learned so much more about it. Oh, my gosh. And I knew that's what I'm supposed to do. You know, I tell people all the time that going through coaching school was the most transformational thing I have ever done. 100%. And I think that it should be a required course for life. It should. It absolutely I should. I mean, it's so crazy. So we started at IPEC in 2020. Is that right? right. Yeah, because, okay, so here's the story. We started IPEC um, like a month before the world broke. Yes, at the beginning of the pandemic, Yes, we started, and in the middle of our course, they said, we're going virtual because yes. the pandemic hit. We could not do this anymore in person, but we had had that one experience in person. Thank God. And I walked in the room, I have to tell y'all, Casey was in the room when I got there with her bag of snacks, because she's always, <laughs> always prepared with food. Um, but she was so magnetic. Her energy was so magnetic. Yeah. That I was just like, I'm going to sit next to this woman because she's <laughs> fabulous. And we immediately hit it off with motorcycles. Yep, yep. We both rode motorcycles growing up. And just this spark for life that we had, it was just instant. Yeah. And um, then they pair you up in groups. And we happen to be in the same group. We and didn't happen to be. Okay. Remember, nothing happens randomly. The universe randomly. aligned for us to yes. be in the group. Synchronicity and put us together. And the rest is history. We <laughs> became sisters, and now we're basically soul partners and married for life. And my husband has to share me with Casey. <laughs> this is so true. We have conversations <laughs> at night. We won't even talk about that right now. So let's talk about a little bit because as we were going through coaching school, before we went in, so we had three mods. So they were we 12 weeks apart. Um, our first mod was a three-day, 10-hour-a-day intensive module. It was a lot. Um, and then to do that virtually was a lot mm -hmm. for the next two mods. But um, in between the mods, you got laid off. You so almost didn't continue. That was my kind of mountain moment, the, yeah. the point of my pivot. And if you guys have ever been through a transition, you know that it's in the valleys and in the point of the pivots that you make some really big decisions. And having the support of our group having your support, having someone mirror back to you the things that are amazing about you, the mm -hmm. things that you know to be true, but you have that voice in your head, which is exactly the power of coaching. They were able to keep me on target and not allow me to give up on me. Mm. But that was the power of my pivot because I probably would have drug out my career because I had a plan, right? We all have a plan that we're going to do this in a certain amount of time. And I had a plan that I was going to do this for five years and then transition slowly to coaching. And God had another plan for me. And so um, as COVID hit, that was my opportunity 
to launch full-time into coaching, ready or not, here I am with all of my training and all of the support. Um, so if you look back, I was given this beautiful relationship, the support of IPEC and our sisterhood within IPEC, because we were a group of all women, and then COVID hit. Yes. So I already had the foundation in, in place. So that's what I feel like the lesson was, is to have your your support in place. Yeah. It's so key. Plan ahead because life will happen. I, I think those are absolute words of wisdom. And I think that, and I just want to point out, I never doubted you. I always knew that just from meeting you, that you had the potential like, I don't know, just your coaching potential and, and the, your unique style of coaching, I, I could see it from day one. It's like, it Thank stood you. out. And if you remember, I mean, I was like, you are the one who's going to go mm -hmm. further than all the rest of us. And to this date, you are. So there's yeah. three levels of certification within the International Coaching Foundation, which is the accrediting body. It's like the higher ed, the secondary accrediting right. body, right? Right. And there's three levels. There's ACC, there's PCC, which is your professional coaching certification, and then there's MCC, which is your master uh, certification. Right. And you didn't even bother with the first level. You went straight to the second level. True Karen fashion, I just <laughs> just jumped ahead and <laughs> launched into PCC, and I'm so glad I did. And that's huge. Um, but it, it is an accomplishment. So thank you. Thank it, you for recognizing it's that. It's absolutely a huge certification. I haven't even filed for my ACC yet. So <laughs> so let's talk a little bit because I know a lot of people, I myself included, I made a career pivot um, about 10 years ago. Right. And you've made a career pivot. So how hard was it? Because, and, and you've made no you know, qualms about how old you are. You said you're 54. Mm -hmm. But how, how hard was it for you to make that career pivot in your 50s? I think the thing that we do and the mistake that people make is we begin to identify ourselves as I'm this. So mm -hmm. the thing that I do is becomes my identity, right? I was a financial advisor. I held that as a, mon a monarchy or a, that's not the right word. Moniker? Moniker. There you go. <laughs> Moniker. A, a sign of this you. is who I am, right? This is part of my identity. And so the separation from that was challenging. But once I made that emotional decision, it was so easy because I chose a path that was in alignment with my values. But I had to figure out those values first. Mm. But once I did, then everything else just absolutely fell into place, like just a, a puzzle clicking into place on its on its own. So it's truly understanding what it is that I value, why I value it, and then understanding what it is I wanna spend my time doing. And once I understood that fully, um, you know, we all search for our, you know, place, right? Our purpose, our passion, God's will for my life. And I feel like most of us know what that is, but we're just in resistance to pursuing it because it may be scary or it may be difficult mm -hmm. or it may be hard. Um, for me, it was making the decision that this was the path I wanted to take because my passion was truly the people and making a difference. And coaching showed me that. And being coached by amazing people that ask the right questions 
help me reveal and understand that. And I think that brings up such an important point about coaches because a lot of people don't understand mm -hmm. why a coach is necessary. They right. see it as a, you know, an expense that can be avoided. And I say no. Right. I say that if you want to go further in your career, go further in your life, get a coach. 100%. Because we can't see our own blind spots. Right. I couldn't see the destiny that was ahead of me when everyone around me was like, of course, this is so obvious. Right. Of course you would do this. I could only see that I had been in banking for so many years. Mm. It's that um, sunk cost, right? So I had so much time invested. I had all of these licenses, right? If you're looking at the KPIs, my KPIs were in alignment right. with being a financial advisor. That's where all my time had been invested. That's where I had proof but it didn't align with who I wanted to be and where I was happy. You know what? You just said something that is so good. Y the KPIs aligned. You know, I mean, when I left mm. the accounting industry, I was a CFO. Right. People thought I'd lost my mind that I was walking away from that yes. and switching to a recruiter. But, right. you know, the KPIs were there, but I was not happy. Yeah. So I was not fulfilled. So really the, the thing that we're doing here in this conversation, if you're listening to this, you're not by accident listening to this. Number one. So if you're on the edge of making a decision, be in alignment with what you truly know to be true for you. It may be great for everyone else to do this other thing, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean it's great for you. <sighs> and so the true. biggest gift you can give yourself is to be yourself, the permission to follow your dreams, your passion, your yes, purpose. Not to somebody be you. else's. Right. And if your your vision is to be self-employed, great, go do that. If your vision is to be employed, great, go do that. But if you don't know what that is, that is where coaching can help you reveal it. Absolutely. You know, you said something earlier is that you couldn't see um, everybody else kept saying, of course you're gonna do that, but right. you couldn't see it. And right. there's yeah. a saying that I love is that you can't read the label from inside the jar. Right. That is like my, one of my favorite saying. Yeah. That and it's none of your business what other people think about you. Mm -hmm. Top two. I, I love both of those. And I also learned that I could not see, I couldn't see my blind spots. I couldn't see my gaps. Mm. I also couldn't see my greatness mm. when I was focused on my failures or all the things. So really what you focus on, you attract. And it gains momentum. And it gains momentum. So where your focus flows, or where your focus goes, energy flows. Yes. And my focus was for so many years on this path that had been created for me simply because I, I chose the job of a teller because I could work nine to five with my kids. So let's go back to that. I did 30 years in a career field because it fit my kids in 1988. Wow. Does that really make a whole lot of sense? Looking back, no. No. Mine was kind of the same story. Mm. You know, I, well, and we won't go into my story right now, but very similar. We'll talk about that offline. That's something yes. we haven't delved into, but very similar about I how I got into accounting. Everybody wants to know your story. So one day, <laughs> I think we should reveal this. What do y'all think? You can comment. <laughs> one day, one day. Okay, so I want to talk about because not only do you do all this other great stuff, you've also said yes to me on several different occasions 
and um, you support Success North Dallas. You are the chief of staff. You've been there since October, um, and I could not do it without you. But we are launching a new initiative, and I wanted to talk about that because you empower women all over the country, and I and, the, and that's really huge because women have unique obstacles and you know stuff they have to deal with that men don't necessarily have to deal with like we do. So. Talk a little bit more about how you're specifically leading that initiative as it relates to Success North Dallas. Wow, Success North Dallas is filled with so many amazing, amazing people, entrepreneurs, business owners. Um, there's so much that's going on there that we could talk about. However, um, one of the things that Success was founded on an initiative from the beginning, from our founder, Bill Wallace, and my hair is like sticking out, sorry y'all. Um, <laughs> But one of the things was he wanted women to have a, a seat at the table. Yes. And he went against the traditions to create a space for women. So today we are creating that space. We actually get to do that with a head CEO as a woman. You've led this initiative where we now get to create events specifically identified for women. And that is launching May 11th. And so on May 11th, uh, Andrea Wooden, Rashmi Mohatra, Casey, and myself are going to lead women in a happy hour event, a networking event, and really listen to what is it that women in Dallas need? What do you want? How do you want to be helped? We also just talked to, and Casey was a part of this meeting, an amazing leader in our community, Michelle Pearson, who is also a self-defense. Um, She's a third degree black belt. Yes. <laughs> a third degree black belt, but a self-defense coach or teacher. Yes. And we're going to talk about self-defense and how the skills that you learn, learning karate or taekwondo, um, self-defense skills can help you in business. Yeah. Because... And we're going to learn both. We're going to do like an actual demonstration on self-defense, yes. which yes, I think yes, women yes. definitely need if you've not had a self-defense course, but also how those can be applied in the business setting right. it's going to be so cool and that won't be until november because she's got a big event coming up right. with why texas, texas. Uh, so, so exciting yes they're renting out the whole at&t stadium if y'all haven't heard about why texas you haven't been watching all the text uh, casey's podcast but it's an amazing initiative to bring business into texas and so such a great initiative. Michelle Pearson and Ed Curtis are doing yes. such a fabulous job. Um, but if you're also not coming to Success North Dallas, you are missing out, number one, on seeing us, <laughs> but two, on just these networking yes. relationships on a different level. And so it's truly the best place to be the third Wednesday of every month, 7 a.m. Before your day gets started, come start it with us. I think that's beautiful. So what is one thing that you would share with job seekers um, if they're looking at new opportunities? What's your best advice? Um, so first off, I would say identify the things that you truly are your non-negotiables. Mm. What are the things that you will not compromise that you've learned from your past? So if the thing I want to do is have a balance in family life and career, don't, don't, don't give up that, yeah. right? Like you want to make sure that those non-negotiables get met in the new, the new position. When you know yourself and you know what you're not gonna give up, you step into that role or that interview 
um, with a different energy, a different yes. place. So I would say first and foremost, know your non-negotiables and don't compromise. I think that is so important. You know, one other thing that I usually add when I'm coaching, because I coach candidates all the time about going mm -hmm. for interviews, right, is be authentic. Yes. Don't pretend to be somebody you're not, because if you do, you might get the job, but are you going to be able to show up as that person you're not every right. single day? Right. And no, then you probably it's going to hate it, right? You probably would hate I the job. I actually all. had this happen not too long ago where a candidate showed up and she portrayed this particular, mm. this love, this I'm going to give to the team, I'm going to do all this, I'm a go getter, I'm a team player, and all this kind of stuff. And about two months in, I get a call from the hiring manager and she's like, Casey, somebody else showed up. Oops. Yeah, she's like, I like this person was literally, if it was five o'clock and they were in the middle of a meeting, she would get up and walk out. Not a team player, y'all. Not a team player at all. So anyway, I thought that was really interesting. And so my biggest advice to people, and, and you know, people think that I just want to get people into jobs and so I can make money. No, I want to get people into the right jobs. Right. And I want to get them into jobs that are a good match for them. And I, if, if you're not the right person for that hiring manager, don't pretend. Be who you are, and they'll hire you if you're the right person. I think we live in a, a lack mentality when we, we do that. So if I feel like this is the only opportunity I'm going to have, so I have to be whatever it is they want, Yes. then I'll show up as that person, even if that's not me. And so the other thing I would say is come from a place of abundance. There are mm. hundreds and thousands of jobs out there. Hold out for the one that's meant for you and truly own the gifts that you bring to the table so you can shine, excel, and really scale in that position. I think that is so beautiful. Thank you. I love that. I've loved this conversation. This has <laughs> been so much fun. You know, it's, it's so funny because it's like, you know, I just get to sit and have chats with my friends on this podcast. It's so, so much good. fun. You do a great job. Well, you do a great job, and I appreciate everything that you do to support me, and I love supporting you and everything you're that you're doing. To oh, pff. she was no, literally she calling is. me a diva before the podcast started. So she's kind of a diva. <laughs> I am kind of a diva. She's still easy to support. She's an amazing diva. <laughs> okay, I have waited a long time to get you in the hot seat to ask you our VIP questions. I know it's good. You know what's coming? I do. It's because you listen to the podcast. I'm a fan. <laughs> Hashtag VIP. <laughs> All right. So if you were chosen to be mm -hmm. one of the first colonists on Mars, what three things or people would you take with you? I thought long and hard about this because I knew this was coming. Mm -hmm. And I would bring people because as someone I love says, it's not how but who. So I would bring you. Oh, My yay! Best friend. I get to go to Mars finally. You get to go to Mars. It's the first time. First time? Yeah. Nobody's ever chose you? No. They are missing out on all the fun. <laughs> I'd choose you, um, our great friend Sherry James. Yes. And my husband, Jason, because Gotta if Jason. you're going to be on Mars, you want to be entertained. You want to be around people that um, help you think of great things to do up on Mars. I mean, we would literally colonize Mars. We want to take over the world, Casey and yeah. I. And then Why the universe. Not Mars? The universe. We'll start with Mars. Okay. okay. That works for me. Done. I love that. We're I love going that to Mars, so y'all. See y'all later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what's one thing you do each morning to set your day up for success? Oh my gosh. You have taught me so well. I've learned so much from you. Um, I start with the right attitude. And to get the right attitude, I use this amazing journal. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. 
It's called Awaken Your Potential. <laughs> so Shameless plug there. <laughs> it's not shameless, y'all. It's, it is so good, but it's helped me reset and create habits that I didn't know I needed and stay on track when I want to get off track. It's there in front of me. My own writing, my own words are right there to keep mm -hmm. me on track and accountable. And then I take a little bit of time to meditate. Meditation's been really hard for me. So what I do in that time is I really focus on who I want to be. And mm. so journal, meditation, and I'd love to say exercise. That's just not my thing. I stretched it, this morning. That is so good. That's so I did like a downward dog. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And an upward whatever oh, that is. Obviously, I needed to do something with this hair. <laughs> so meditation and my journaling absolutely bring life. And it's like oxygen to me now. And once you create that habit, mm -hmm. then the other habits are easier and I can stay. I feel like I'm a coach and I'm in this position with my own business now because I had accountability and stayed on target and I did not quit. Mm, that's the biggest, did not quit, right? And that's what the journal allows me to do is keep my, my goals, my words, not someone else's my own words in front of me so that it's constantly there as that reminder. And then the affirmations and all the things that you have in the journal, they're just life. They're absolutely oxygen. I just have to throw out there that that journal probably would not have been created had it not been for you. Because the day that I mentioned it, and, and for everyone out there, I call <laughs> Karen my amplifier because she um. is so... Like I can, I have to be really careful sometimes. I'll toss out an idea and she's like, boom, blows it up. And the day that I shared with her, because I'd, I'd been looking for a journal that had everything in it. And I shared with her that I wanted that and that I couldn't find it. And she's like, well, okay, you're gonna create your own. I'm like, I am? And she's like, yeah. And she went out to Amazon and she bought like 12 different journals for us to look through and brought them over to my house. And we sat on the floor. I was so sore from sitting on the floor. And we had a whiteboard and we just started going through all the different journals to see, okay, we like this, we like this, we like this, we like this, and then we made it our own. And so truly, thank you for that. You're welcome. It was such a great collaboration. I think that you had a specific vision. Mm -hmm. And so I knew, you know, you had a couple things that you left from this one and that one. And I love to collaborate and dream and vision. And so that was just absolutely one of the joys of my life to support you in that endeavor and you created the best of all the worlds you truly have so if you haven't checked out the awaken journal um i think you're getting ready to do the next batch yes pretty soon so but you can go so, to destinationawaken.world and find out more or you can text 26787 is that yes. right you can text awaken yes 26786 Sorry, my bad. Awaken, A-W-A-K-E-N, to 26786, and get on the email list yes. to be alerted when the next batch of her journals are going to be coming out. And just keep in touch with what's going on with the Awaken team, because there's so, so many amazing on. things coming. So much going on. Awaken team, as in? Da, 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 da. The team. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question. Yes. We're running out of time. Okay, so if your life's work was being summarized in a news article... What would the headline be? So for me, I really think it would be, there she goes again, redesigning and redefining. <gasps> yes. That is so perfect. Because we never fully arrive. Yes. If you can take nothing else from the example of my life, 
and the things that I've learned, it's that life is a journey. We are constantly evolving and we get to a place and then we see that, okay, this is great, but what's next? Yeah. And so whether it's a job or it's a relationship, we can always strive to be better. We can always strive to learn more. And so I'm always redefining and redesigning what that life looks for me. So if you're in a place today of redesigning your career, you're redefining what you want to do, don't feel like you failed. That's actually just the next step for you. Yep. You're in the next evolution and becoming the next best, best version of yourself. And so we just applaud you for that, encourage you, and want to say that you're not alone in that. Absolutely. How do people find you? Coach Karen Gray, and that's gray with an A, and everywhere. LinkedIn, uh, Instagram. My favorite two places are Facebook and Instagram. And then CoachKarenGray.com. Perfect. I am so glad we made this happen today. Thank you so, so much for being Thank here. You. And I just have one last thing to say to you. You are a VIP. I was waiting for that. Yes, I am officially a VIP. Thank you. Join us next week here on the We Are VIP podcast. We'd love to know how we can help you be a VIP. To find out more, log on to wearebip.com.